This is Friday, July 22nd, and today we push deeper into how God's grace works in our lives and how God deals with our sin. Now, we've talked about how our society has run from the idea of sin, but we have found that it's not until we name the thing we've done, until we confess it, that full healing can flow. But whom is it that we have sinned against? This is the question of our text for today. In looking at Psalm 51, as we're going to do today, I thought of Ann Tyler's book entitled Saint Maybe. Maybe you've heard of it or heard of her. It's a powerful story of the ripple effects of one sin down through the generation. The plot really gets going when one of the characters, a young man named Ian Bedlow, confronts his brother Danny with the belief that Danny's wife is having an affair. Danny cannot handle this news, so he commits suicide. Not long after that, Lucy also dies from an overdose of sleeping pills. It looks like yet another suicide. It is then that Ian discovers he had been wrong all along in what he told his brother and what he believed was true. Lucy had not been having an affair. But what he had told his brother set the stage for an, the unfolding of a horrible chain, chain of events. Yes, it led to his brother's death and to his sister-in-law dying as well. And his brother and sister-in-law had left behind three children that then had to be raised by their grandparents. Now, Ann Tyler, in her story, makes it obvious how powerful sin is to destroy lives and change stories. Here's our text for today. Psalm 51, verse 3 to 4. This is David saying, For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Now we pick up the story of King David here. This is the one psalm of confession that provides us with the setting. The scripture tells us here that this is a psalm of David that he wrote when Nathan the prophet went to him after he had gone into Bathsheba. Now this psalm tells us how David processed his sin. In this song, no excuses are given. There's no minimizing of what he's done. There's no shifting of blame to anyone else. He doesn't say the circumstances got the best of him. He doesn't try to build a case for his goodness based on all that he's done before. Instead, he uses the harshest language about his actions. He says he has sinned. He uses the word evil. He's done evil. But notice that he says his sin was a sin against God. What does that mean? Didn't he sin against Bathsheba when he slept with her? Didn't he sin against Uriah, his friend, when he sent him out to be killed? Yes, of course he did. David did this. But David is actually pushing deeper. He knows his sin is rebellion against God. His sin was putting something in his life before God. He put himself above God, thinking he could do whatever he wanted. He placed his own sexual satisfaction above God. And this is what we are saying with our sin. We are putting something before God in our lives. You see, every transgression of the law, in this case murder and adultery and bearing false witness and coveting, 
is actually a breaking of the first commandment. Having someone or something as God in your life instead of the Lord. That's what David is confessing. He sees the sin going on below, all these sins. It has all been against God. This is also the truth of our sin. But we don't often drive the diagnosis deep, deep enough to see it. But it is, it is as we see the depth of our sin that the depth of our healing and restoration can flow. I want to return to Saint Maybe. Ian, the young man whose false report destroyed his family, ends up at the what's called the Church of the Second Chance. Yeah, that's the name. It's beautiful, isn't it? And there he met a pastor that began to lead him toward truth in the matter. Ian dropped out of school and began to work as a carpenter so that he could take the time to deal with the sin in his life and help raise the children that were left behind. Now, I won't tell you the rest of the story, but it is our confession that opens the way for us to be able to live beyond our sin. We can't make the consequences go away, but we can go on to find a new life. And it is God's grace that makes this possible. And it is his grace that moves us to repentance. And that repentance brings life. Here's how David began his song of confession. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. That's Psalm 51, 1-2. Let's pray. Our merciful God, we can't remove the stain caused by our sin. We know that it too causes ripples through our world affecting so many others. Thank you that you're redeeming God. And though all of our sin is sin against you, there's mercy for us through Jesus. Enable us by your Holy Spirit to know our sin so that we might lay hold of your grace in Jesus. Amen.